Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of PB in Style. It is the podcast that helps you with your clarity, consistency, and authenticity while you are building the personal brand of your dreams to have a successful business. Today on the show, I have two amazing ladies. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about them and talk to them with you. Um, it is Lexi and Lori, and they are the owners of Grateful Gratitude. So today, put on your thankful hats, people, because we need to be grateful. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Thank you guys for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank We're you. excited to be here. Yeah. I am so excited to have you because, Lori, you've been talking about gratitude. You recently became a gratitude coach. And um, in our chamber meetings, you've been talking about that to everybody, giving us these wonderful gratitude hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you don't know, recently, Lori and Lexi did this great event called Hearts for the Holidays, and they actually um, sort of showcased Tough, our my nonprofit, the Unique Friends Foundation, um, and they were giving out and allowing people to purchase these hearts. Um, a grateful gratitude hearts. Um, and they're going to tell us here in a little bit about those and how they can help us. But we were so appreciative. So I wanted to say on the air, thank you ladies for really recognizing our efforts at the Unique Friends Foundation. Yeah. Of <laughs> so let's get down into it. Tell us, like everybody has their own idea of what being grateful looks like for them, right. what gratitude is. What? How would you guys define it? Um, well, that's a good point. Everyone has their idea of it. I also think everyone has their own priority for gratitude. And I think for me, for a long time, I never realized how important it was um, and how life-changing it can be to be grateful. And, um, you know, if you lose everything in the world, all you have is to be grateful and God's love and um, if you have that positive attitude, then you can get through anything. Mm-hmm. And I learned that at a really hard time in my life. Um, when I was pregnant, um, I was very anxious and dealt with a lot of anxiety and stuff. And it was very debilitating. And being grateful was all I had to keep myself happy throughout the day until finally, you know, I wasn't having intrusive thoughts and scary panic attacks and things like that. So, wow. So really when I, some people I think get to their deepest low or whatever Mm. is kind of when they realize that they need it the most Mm -hmm. and so I think that we're out here trying to um, teach others that why it's important before they have to you know either get to that level or just to have an awareness of why being grateful is so important it sounds like it's like a pendulum that will always swing you back to balance because Mm -hmm. if for instance like because i mean all of us go through it right we all hit a low where it's like dang it this is not the life i wanted this is not the person i wanted to share it with or these are not the people i really want to be around whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. um or it could be a horrible experience, right? right? A traumatic experience. But all of us can look back to the fact that, A, 
we're alive to feel the pain, you know, Um, B, you know, we have people around us that can bring us through the pain or help us through the pain. So the gratefulness is not necessarily that your life is wonderful and you're all excited about it, but the gratefulness really happens as the pendulum, like I said, that can swing you back to, I'm okay. I'm going through this. Exactly. But I'm okay. I've got these things yeah. that I can really focus my attention on and be grateful for. Yeah. And it makes it not as sorry. It doesn't make it as scary, too, whenever you know that life has up, ups and downs mm-hmm. or whatever. You don't have to worry about that anticipation of something, of hitting a low or whatever. So. Well, and I think when we teach people to anchor to God's love through practicing gratitude, you, it becomes a more of a part of your life. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize how grateful you're being. And you don't see all that negativity, and you don't really deal the problem with problems the exact same way. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about reacting or responding. Yes. And we teach people how to respond instead of react because, number one, the word respond is so much more serene than mm-hmm. the word react. Right. And um, we both taught ourselves to respond instead of react in our life. And I still have to remind myself every single day (laughs) to respond and react. You can even add a third one in there, I think. Even great gratitude helps you be proactive. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So it's not even about responding and reacting only. It's also about how do you minimize... The challenge in the first place, especially exactly. if it's an anxiety type situation, exactly. you can be proactive about the situations you put yourself in to minimize that anxiety in some instances. But the gratitude is that the proactiveness in gratitude is saying, OK, I don't have to put myself in that situation right. because I am I have this over here. Exactly. I can be thankful way. for this. I can be grateful for this. I don't even have to dip my toe in this pool. Right. Right. So you can sort of minimize some of the challenges yeah. that would even need you to go back and look at, <laughs> right. you know, why I need to be grateful exactly. in the first place. I love that. So, uh, Lexi, you told us a little bit about your journey to um, being grateful. Tell Lori, how did you sort of come to this idea that you wanted to become a gratitude coach? Well, I think that about it's been almost two years now that I decided every day I was going to do an hour and a half of self-improvement. Oh, I would turn the TV off at 8.30 at night, and I would read, or I would pray, or I would do something to make myself a better person. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, and ever since I've done that, of course, life's been much greater for me. And when I started seeing my life become better, then I wanted to help others. And the only way to do that, I felt, was to go through the coaching training Mm -hmm. and become a gratitude coach. So, um, Lexi's story that she shares uh, in our ministry, she has the anxiety OCD story that she tells and how she's overcome it with God's love and gratitude. Mm -hmm. Well, my first marriage, my husband became addicted to methamphetamine and alcohol, Mm. dark, dark, dark life. And, um, the only way I got through that and got a better life was by trusting in God and having gratitude. And I would say daily, God, I know there's a, you know, there's a better life out there. I know you're going to give me a better man or a better life. And, you know, the man I have now, Wes has just been amazing and is the total opposite of what my first marriage was. And that was all just for being grateful that as miserable as that walk was, that God wanted me to go through that to appreciate my life and appreciate what exactly. he was going to give me. Oh, my gosh. So, first of all, we could park this whole podcast right here. <laughs> and we could take a text and talk about that for, like, the next rest of our life. Yeah. Couldn't we? Because we... we 
I mean, just my husband and I are the leaders of our marriage ministry at our church. And just what you said could help so many people because how many people do not know people in marriages that they don't want to be in, they're unhappy and things aren't going where they thought they were going to go. And they, you know, don't have the presence of mind to be patient and wait, Mm -hmm. have the gratitude in spite of. And allow God to move in their life the way he wants yeah. that movement Absolutely. to go, yeah. right? Because yeah. you always end up in a better situation when you allow God to move. Mm-hmm. And times, you just yeah. be still, let him figure it out, and yeah. then tell you what to do. Yeah, and then you can look back, too, and realize that you needed to go through that. Yes. That that's just part of your journey. That yes. Ruin what your path is. That's exactly what's supposed to be. It is. It was needed yeah, exactly. to get you where yeah, God exactly. wants you to go. I love it. I love it. Yay. It's awesome. So, okay. Thank you. So now that we've heard your stories, what is grateful gratitude? Oh, do you want to talk about our ministry? Go for it. Okay. So our ministry, of course, we're mother daughter, mm-hmm. and um, I had a divine inspiration in March to start a blog and to write about gratitude had never, ever read a blog. <laughs> and all of a sudden, God's saying, stop working, do it right now. I did it, put it out there, and then I thought, oh, my gosh, how's anybody going to know about it? i got to mm-hmm. do a Facebook page now. <laughs> and I sat there, and I prayed and prayed and said, God, let my chamber friends, let other people that will just go ahead and like that page just because they're my friend, let them do that. Well, we have over 3,200 followers today. Wow. And um, it's just an amazing, amazing thing because... We don't do it for money. We both work jobs so that we can pay for Grateful Gratitude to donate hearts and give hearts to people who are suffering, which we can go into what Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I asked Lexi shortly after I started the blog, I said, you know, you've been through your anxiety. You can help so many people. Will you do this ministry with me? And she said yes. And so now we have Facebook, Instagram, podcasts. The meetings. The meetings, the we gratitude. Have monthly meetings, we have women's workshops, and we just... Teen workshops, I remember that one, yes, youth, yeah. Yes. And that was amazing because those girls bonded with Lexi. You know, I was kind of the old lady in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sweet to say that, but they really honed in on her because she had been a dancer, and she'd gone through body image things, and she'd gone through peer pressure, and... She just has an amazing story to tell these girls, and they just sat. Actually, we took their phones at the beginning of the workshop, and we offered them back at a break, and they didn't even take them back. Oh, they were wow. So, so we, we just absolutely love that. But we do. We have the um, we have one coming up next week, our monthly wisdom meeting, and it's nice. on forgiveness. Oh, and wow. It's, it's going to be a deep, yeah. deep one. We're really... Um, so anyhow, so basically we're a mother-daughter ministry, and we just want to help others feel God's love. I love that. I love it. All right, so you mentioned the hearts. Talk to us about those. Tell everybody what the gratitude hearts are. Okay. Well, pretty much they are um, They're made out of soapstone in Kenya um, in a village, and um, I'm not really good at it. Well, we buy them through a fair trade company. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a family that they carve them. They start carving them with a machete. And then they they, um, actually, you know, fine-tune them so they come in a heart shape. Mm. And they'll dye them different colors or they'll decorate them. So they come on all styles, all different things. Hand-carved and um, 
painted too when they're yeah. decorated. So a lot of work goes into it, but we do it specifically because we know this is his family's income. Mm-hmm. So we want to have that, mm-hmm. you know, that we're doing something for someone in another country. Mm-hmm. But we anchor to these hearts. These hearts are small enough to fit in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what size your hand is or which heart you pick. Mm-hmm. God makes it fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And anyhow, yeah. ours that we promote, say gratitude on them. Mm-hmm. And what we teach is every night before you go to bed, the last thing you do is you sit quietly in your bed. You hold your gratitude heart in your hand. You can put it over your heart for more anchoring if you mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm. And you give thanks for one thing during the day that happened that you're most grateful for. Now, if you've had a bad day, we say just give thanks for your family or give thanks for something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we can all something. find something. Anything. I mean, like I said before, the fact that we're yeah, alive to hold the, right. the, the heart is yes. enough to be thankful for sometimes. Or that we're able Absolutely. To be able to hold it. Exactly, that you're that. able to hold that you have a hand yeah, to hold exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And so you hold it, um, and you sincerely, with all your heart, give thanks for that whatever thing it is you lay it on your nightstand and then you go to sleep and you have a clean heart a clean mind and you wake up in the morning and the first thing you see is your gratitude stone heart and it starts your day off again like oh yeah i'm grateful it's the best way to start and end your day it is and you know i always tell the story one time what i was giving thanks for is i had a friend choke on food Lexi and i were both there choke on food in front of us and almost die literally Mm, almost die in front of us Somebody you know. Wow. And um, so that night, I just held on to that gratitude heart and just said, God, I'm so thankful that you've kept this person in our life mm. because there was a, a guy there, a great big guy that came over and gave him the Heimlich and oh, wow. saved his life. Yeah. And it was, it was just, I get chills thinking about it, but it doesn't have to be that big a thing. There yeah. are days that when I just hold it and I look over at my husband and say, I'm just so glad, God, that you put him in my life because mm-hmm. he's made a huge difference in my life and the quality of my life. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, but we have just found that when you do that repeatedly, you just all of a sudden you know, reach for that every mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk a little bit about um, what you mean by anchoring. I understand because it's important for them to understand this isn't just a heart that you're going to put in your hand and you just like, you know, hold it. It's not a massage, like a calming rock. But what does it mean to have, like to anchor it? Explain. Okay. Some people might be familiar with Alcoholics Anonymous and Mm -hmm. their 12-step program. Well, they Mm -hmm. give sobriety coins and they will give these coins for a one-year sobriety, five-year, 10-year, whatever. And they ask the people to carry it with them so that every time they reach in their pocket or whatever, they feel their sobriety and they know that they've made this journey to be sober. Well, we feel kind of the same with the gratitude heart is that when you hold that, you're recognizing that you're holding it because you want to practice gratitude. You want to feel God's love. And you find it very comforting that every time you do that, that strengthens that bond and that Mm -hmm. anchoring, so to speak. So it's a way to focus your mind and your energy and you know for those of us who are god-fearing um it allows us to focus that's that that spiritual connection that we have at that moment in time to give thanks and to feel grateful for whatever yes yes and i think also in my journey with anxiety i was always finding ways to ground myself. That was the hardest part whenever having panic attacks and things like that multiple times a day. It was like, how am I going to stay grounded? And 
this was a physical object mm-hmm. that I could rely on and anchor to, literally, mm-hmm. to stay grounded. And it was a reminder for me for that. And it was just another type of practice for me to use to help me. Yeah. I, I wanted to just make sure we made that point because I want people to understand that, you know, we're not practicing some crazy religion. You know, this no. is <laughs> this is about us, like, really <clears throat> focusing our minds quietening our minds and our spirits giving this heart the focus like giving putting the energy towards just really focusing this moment on gratitude and the heart is a reminder to do it exactly and because we can say oh we can be more grateful in our lives and things like that but having something physical Mm -hmm. tangible right there is a way better reminder than just saying you know I'm going to do this. You know, this keeps you kind of um, accountable, too. Yeah. If it's in your purse, when you're grabbing in your purse with a pen and you actually touch it, like, oh, I need to be thankful that I even have a purse. I know I'm mad at this pen because I can't find it, but I found my heart. I'm thankful that I have a purse to put a pen in. Well, I think when we did the heart, we kind of recognized that, you know, we're we're anchoring to God's love, Mm -hmm. love, heart, Mm. and just kind of helping that, oh, I see that heart. Yes, God loves me no matter what I'm going through. I'm grateful that I've got a roof over my head. Or if you don't have a roof over your head, I'm grateful for a meal I had. And, That's awesome. And we will we will see people suffering, and um, we'll give them to them and explain what it is. There you is. go. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I think we've given more than we've ever sold. I love it. Yeah. That's so. awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to move on to, like, how do you get, then begin to express or, like, um, I, don't, I call it a brain dump. I, I told you earlier yes. before we got started yes. that, you know, I've even started the practice of, you know, you said you use the last hour and a half of your day. And I found that the evenings are my woosah moments where I just need yes. to, I don't want to be, I don't want to look at nothing, read nothing, talk. I just, just want to veg and just yeah. do nothing. And so I found that starting my day a little bit earlier and giving myself the personal time earlier has is working for me. But what I like about the gratitude um, and the heart sense of really being anchored is that it sort of goes and lines up with what I'm doing and that I give myself that quiet time first thing in the morning, that focus. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, I do my Bible study. I do a devotion. You know, we've, yeah. I, we have yeah, a girlfriend yeah. named Roz that has yes. the devotion book awesome I just booked book. up. Um the invitation. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and so I give myself a little bit of time and this is a great way to have that heart next to my devotion yeah. book. And that's part of my prayer time. I can hold it when I'm praying and talking to God. But the other piece to that, I think that would also be helpful is just the getting out like verbally yeah. or like just dumping, yes. if you will, the thoughts somewhere. Yes. So Talk to me a little bit about a gratitude journal and how you can use that in combination with your heart mm-hmm. to really sort of brain dump. I don't I don't really want to use brain yeah. dump because it sounds no, so negative, perfect. but it's really what it is. It's like yeah. you wake no, up in really the morning it and it's like you you prayed about it the night before, you held your heart, you thought about it, you slept on it, you were grateful for it. But now how can that be um how can you execute that gratitude? Like, so writing it down. Well, we just hold so much on our shoulders and in our heads, and we don't even realize how much we're taking on each day and every day and how we're really handling it unless we do that brain dump. Mm-hmm. Um, a brain dump was a practice, actually, I got taught back in school having ADHD and 
having a million things on my mind, but never having like a straight focus on what I was going to do. So to help me complete tasks or whatever, I'd always do brain dumps. Um, and they'd have me just write out every single thing that was in my head, like on a piece of paper, did not have to be uniform or anything. And I still do that. And that's part of my, um, journaling. Um, but another way is like affirmations. Mm. That's one way that really strengthened me. And that's what I journal is all my affirmations. And I think that you have to have that physically there and even verbally say them to yourself every day. So that's um, a big tool that I use my gratitude journal for is for my affirmations, for a brain dump, getting everything out so that kind of releases off your shoulders Mm -hmm. and also start um, implementing that lifestyle because we don't really realize how much we take on until we and the negative tape that we play for yes. ourselves I yes. you know years and years ago you heard about the tape that you know you play for yourself and you got to stop the negative tape right. and change the tape yeah right. and I think the brain dump is the first step in well gratitude being thankful for what you have yeah. and stop being right. so upset about what you don't have is the first step right. but then secondly changing yeah. the tape and getting that negative stuff mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, so I recently started the six at six, which you know, Laura, yeah, Laura, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys all about that at the, at, at the bottom. So just look for that at the bottom of the podcast. But basically it's, it's that brain dump first thing in the morning where you're not having anybody else's thoughts. You only have your thoughts, your yes. gratitude thoughts, your disappointing thoughts, your struggles, mm-hmm. your frustrations or your excitement. Um, or the encouragement of someone else. Because sometimes I wake up in the morning thinking about somebody else and how excited I am for them and what they have coming mm-hmm. that day. Right. And I want to just get that out and just, you know, put that out there so that, you know, God knows that I'm excited for them and I yeah. want him to bless it. Right. But to say it and write it out is, right. a, is a good thing. So um, I love that, you know, the the grateful gratitude has given us opportunity to really focus and think about the gratitude and be thankful for what we have. But then the journal allows us to dump it all out in no matter what order, Yeah, you know? So it's, I think to me, that's like the execution of the gratitude. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, and you can get out what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Once you dump everything else out, you get your best thoughts once you get that everything dumped out like that. But and you begin to change the tape. That yes. was what I was trying to get yeah, to exactly. in a long harder, roundabout way. Well, it's harder than it seems. It seems like, okay, I'll just start, you know, being more positive. I'll just start thinking more positive. But really, we don't realize how much we've made it such a habit as far as the negativity goes. So um, another way we use the journal is really every day, right? Um, going back later on when we're going through something hard, we can look back and see, look, even through these times when I didn't have anything or when I was at a low or even when I was at a high, these are all the things I'm, I was thankful for. And it kind of sparks that, um, positivity. It brings the pendulum that we talked about earlier. And I love that when you, when you were writing the positive stuff on day two, by the time you get to day 28, if it's a really, really bad day, you can look at day two and say, I'm the same person I was on day two that I was thankful for all of these things. I can still be thankful for those things. If you can't think of anything to be thankful for on your own on day 28, you can look at day 22 and just be thankful for what you wrote on day 22. I mean, on day two. That's amazing. Um, So you did answer the question. You have a journal also, Lori, right? Okay. How do you use yours? Um, I put three to five things in it and I'm a night person. I, I do it right before I go to bed. And I reflect on the day of the things that I've been most grateful for. And I do three to five things. 
And I will go back once a week, maybe once every two weeks, and I read the whole list. Mm. And I started mine in March, so I have quite a few things on my list. But it reminds me of things like when I got an unexpected check in the mail that I didn't expect. Mm. Or I went through a really bad health crisis in April, and I don't have the problem anymore. And it's like, oh, I'm just so grateful I'm not living that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and it just... Mm -hmm. It's just another way of, like Lexi said, adding the positivity back in mm -hmm. and just thinking, oh, you know what? So someone cut me off in traffic and I've been stewing about it all day. Does that matter? Mm -hmm. It doesn't yeah. matter. Mm -hmm. You know, look at all these beautiful things that have happened to me every single day. And these are the only ones I wrote down, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and for me, it helps me whenever I do feel low again to see, like, well, I've been low before and I got through it mm -hmm. and sort mm -hmm. of thing, you know, just this too shall pass yes, type exactly. thing. I was watching a video. I I don't know what has gotten into me lately, but I'm like mm -hmm. on this self, like just get your life together, girl yeah. type journey. And because, you know, we start a business and we're frantic and we're like, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to be here. We got to be there. And I'm just like 2019 is my year of control, yes. like getting control of my life, my business, Good. everything. That's awesome. So I've been looking at videos and different things. And I watched one the other night um, and I, I'm not even like I'm not getting paid to drop names or anything but Jordan Page from Fun Cheap oh, Free. Love her. I love her but she just oh. talked about I watched the one about how she gets her kids to eat things that they don't want to eat and like dinner time and stuff. Yes. I just watched that too, really? like two weeks ago. I'm not kidding. So, do, so you saw the part where she yes. said they sit at the table and they do um, a sweet, sweet, a sour, and, and uh, I want to say serve. serve. Yes, sweet, yes. sour, serve. Yes. And so what she says is they have to go through and they say, what was sweet about your day? Mm -hmm. Which is what good happened? And right, then yeah. what was sour about your day? What was the bad thing that happened? Yeah. But then how did you serve someone else yes. that day? And I think yes. that, you know, whether it's the gratitude journal or the like like I said my six 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 at six when we're doing the um, brain dump the yeah. shared journal that's just a great model to follow I don't know those of you who are out there listening at my church we talk about uh, the acts prayer where mm -hmm. we yes. acknowledge we confess yes. we thank give thanks and then we ask for a supplication whatever so um, it's a great model mm -hmm. the sweet sour serve so you can use that in your journal. Just write it on every page. Sweet, sour, exactly. serve. And then whenever you there's go back, there's yes. your template. So then right. whenever you, I mean, you can go back to day two. Mm -hmm. And if you see sweet, sour, serve, you can say, what was my sweet? I need a sweet today. Yeah. Awesome. And then for those of us who have issues with chocolate, we can use yeah. that as our sweet. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Even if nothing went right, look, I'm going to get some chocolate and that will be my that sweet. That will be my yes. sweet. I yeah. That's a really good idea. Note yes. to self. Yeah. <laughs> Do not reach for the ooey gooey chocolate chip cookie. Go to my journal and look yeah, at the yeah. sweet. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I just think that it's a great way for us to anchor ourselves with the heart. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love the journaling that we can do to really swing ourselves back mm -hmm. and give ourselves yeah. a template, as Lexi said. Mm -hmm. All right. So we talked about how you guys kept your journal. So as an entrepreneur... We all know that it's very um, difficult to be thankful or grateful for just about anything. We talked about that a little while ago because we can become so discouraged. Right. Um, things aren't going our way. People aren't selling. You know, they aren't buying from us. We're not getting around, getting where we need to go in our business as fast as we need to. So what are some tips to get through those dark times? Um. Well, my husband actually is an entrepreneur. <laughs> and uh, he That's got to be hard because everybody's... Yeah, well, and I just remember it being an entrepreneur in a sense um, reminds me of like a marriage. Like, 
the beginning is so exciting and sounds so fun and it's so like I want to be free like you know time freedom financially free like all these things just like in a marriage I want to be happy loved and be with someone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you know reality like, sets yeah too. right and it's not easy <laughs> every day and it's hard hard work and so I think that um you know we want to have that freedom we want to feel like our soul is free or whatever but we have to sometimes do that hard work and um know that that's okay and so I think that you know journaling affirmations um anchoring yourself just all these little tools if you can implement even just one of them um you'll start to see you kind of have, no matter who you are, because I'm the most scattered person, Mm. um, you kind of see things kind of fall in line and kind of, you know, just work itself out Mm -hmm, through mm -hmm. your hard work, if that makes sense. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you a quick story. A month and a half ago, I lost my biggest client, which is 90% of my income. Oh, my goodness. They had put um, our services out for what I do for a living, out for bid, but they didn't tell existing vendors that they had to bid it. Oh. So we lost, and I mean, like, a huge, huge, like, a lot. Oh, So wow. it was my main, okay, so that's that's pretty traumatic in yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I got the news that we lost it, I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck initially, because uh, I'm human, you know, right. we're, we can't. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then the next thing I thought is, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've had this account for six years. They've paid a lot of bills for me. I met a lot of nice people. And I learned a lot about my job because of the orders that they needed or the processes I had to go through with them. I'm extremely grateful that I did have them. Am am I petrified because that sounds grateful gratitude? Right. Yeah. But you know what I did next? I just turned up and I said, God... There's a reason why you took this from me. You closed the door. Now I need you to open the window. Tell me, where am I going? Mm -hmm. And when I told my husband, I said, listen, I lost this account. And he said, maybe God's kicking in the high knee to focus on grateful gratitude. Right. And when he said that, I'm like, okay, it's all in a box. It's all right there. It's all closed. I understand. God's got something different for me. And I think when you take that, um, whatever the situation or the traumatic thing is, and you say, God... I know I went through it for a purpose. Where am I headed? Mm-hmm. And I think you make peace with it and say, God, you're in control. I trust in you. Mm-hmm. All my faith is in you. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not going to let me down because you have always provided and you have always solved for me. Exactly. And you don't always have to know what the way is going to be. You know, I've found, hard. too, that it's about learning control. a lesson. Mm-hmm. Because there's a, there's a lesson. I've found that if I go through a hard time in a dark spot in my life, in my business, with my family, with whatever... I've, if I just get just get past the crazy for a second, yeah. like just yeah. like get past the yeah. feeling, yeah. get past that, and then if I can step back away from it and mm-hmm. look at it and say, okay, what is this lesson? Because this this happened because there was I need to learn something. I needed something needs this was, to be right. learned. Had to be here for a reason. Right. Yes, so let's learn reason. that lesson. So I learned my lesson quick. I'm a fast learner because yes. I don't like to be in the dark very fast, very right. long. So it's about really acknowledging the fact that there is something to be learned. There is a pivot that needs to be made and you got to figure out what it is. And then when you figure out the pivot, you can be grateful for the challenge that happened that showed you there was a need for a pivot. Yeah. Well, and I just kept saying, God, I don't know, you know, I don't know, but I'm trusting, I'm trusting that faith. One week later, I had an RFP that gave me the opportunity to win a (gasps) $60,000. 
He knew, but it was a different direction. Yeah, you had to move. You had to open up space for that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I had to just say, okay, whatever it is, you know. And it was a, it's enough to keep me busy doing that Mm -hmm. and and generating income, Mm -hmm. but also a lot more time for grateful gratitude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we needed this whole time. And she's always a very committed person and doesn't want to necessarily stop doing something. You know, she'll just add on something else. So this, like. God, God said, you're done. You know, you, know. you had to be done with this to actually give yourself time for great gratitude that you need. But I, that's what I would say to your listeners is trust. Mm-hmm. Just trust that he's going to take care of you and be grateful for whatever mm-hmm. he's okay doing for hard. you. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're okay scared, scared and challenged, it's okay. But just try and release that control. Mm-hmm. Because when you release control, you'll just see things turn around immediately. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right, ladies, everybody that comes on my show, I ask them this one question. They don't all get the same phrases, but they all get the same question. There's a reason for the question, but there's no right answer for Mm -hmm. the question. Um, So I'm going to ask you two. You guys can tell me what order would you put these these phrases, your sales, your network, your beliefs or your authenticity? Well, I definitely would say our beliefs are first. Mm -hmm. Um, because without God, we would have never even had this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, being authentic, I think Lexi and I talked about this when we first put together Grateful Gratitude. I said, I want people to know we're genuine. Mm-hmm. This is not about making a buck on a book or anything like this. Mm-hmm. This is about giving back and serving as much as we can to anybody who's suffering. Mm-hmm. And sharing how it's helped us and that there's so many people that need this. And we just, we want people to feel that this is from our heart. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to us that people think that we are authentic. Yeah. Um, our network, of course, is very important because that's where we're reaching out and mm-hmm. touching people, you know, like we did with them. Mm-hmm. And sales, I don't even think, plays into it because we don't make money, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or we're not really sales-driven, yeah, in that sense. This particular business is not about... What's the balance sheet going to look like? Mm -hmm. This is whatever comes in that we can afford to put in our ministry Mm -hmm. is what we do. I mean, sometimes I will think, oh, I'm going to run to Chili's and have lunch. I think, no, I'm taking that 20 bucks and I'm going to buy some hearts. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to replenish. And, you know, we just, we do everything pretty much without a paycheck. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes with the workshop, we get a little bit. It doesn't feel like work to us either. No, this is awesome. That's that's wonderful. I I love to ask that question because what I do for a living is teach people how to put themselves into their business and live in, and have an authentic brand, right. so that they're always able to be themselves, and it's and that allows for their business to be consistent. Right, it helps them to be exactly. clear about where they're going and who they want to serve. And so when I ask this question, it it really helps the listener, I think, to see where people are coming from, from a personal, from an authentic place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they recognize that sales are usually at the bottom of the list. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, funny. Yeah. it's fine. Sales are usually some some form of sales or revenue or like whatever yeah. that, you know, when we think business, most of us are thinking, okay, I need to money. make more money <laughs> than I spent, right? People are thinking that. But when you drill down on it, depending on the reasons behind starting your business, you're really just trying to serve. That's right. The that's money absolutely. is the bonus. Right. You're right. You're right. And so it just takes people. You can't tell people that, though. Exactly. Like, people don't get, you really aren't really, your why is not money. All exactly. You know, that's really not yeah, your what why. Is, what is going to keep you driven to yeah. keep going? Yeah. 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 I love it. Okay. So, lastly, what's next for Grateful Gratitude? Where are we going? Well, we've got a lot going now, but I think... You know, we've got our meetings and we've got all our social media platforms and 
We're starting to work on video, some educational, maybe online gratitude course that people can do in their own yeah. home. Um, it's just every day, whatever God brings to us, we just let him bring it, and then he somehow... Well, I've got a project for you guys, and you guys didn't even know this was coming. Uh Um, In early 2019, I am going to be doing a conference. I don't know if I want to call it a conference or a summit. I don't know. But it's the Live, Love, Lead Conference Summit, whatever. Because um, I have a tagline that says you need to live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself, and lead with intention and purpose. And I believe that grateful gratitude fits in that, and I want you guys to come and teach on the subject of how to be grateful, how to anchor that gratitude, and then how to execute that gratitude in your mm-hmm. daily walk as an entrepreneur. So, I, I hope you guys that. will, yeah, yeah, take me up on that. An amazing and, and I think we would probably bring a gratitude heart for everybody that attends. Oh, and yeah, yeah. That day to gratitude. Yeah. I love that. I love that idea. So guys, thank you again for being on PB and style. I really oh, appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. So fun. Such a good atmosphere in here. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, All right, guys. So if you enjoyed this podcast or you have anything to say about how you are grateful and you are expressing your gratitude in your own life, please be sure to leave a comment below. I will make sure that all of the information that I have for Grateful Gratitude is also down below so you too can get your heart to anchor anchor your gratitude in. But until the next time, remember to have clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you build your brand. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.